0: I was born for His service. He filled me with purpose. Take your time Ticket while you worship, time him. worship Him. I'm unplugged from the matrix. Believe what I I'm plugged into the truth. The daily perspective. Welcome to the show that gives it to you with no fluff, real Christianity, and all that good stuff. Welcome to the daily perspective, and I am your host, Mr. Daily. Okay. Oh, what a momentous day it is! Um, there are people around the world jumping for joy, celebrating, getting excited. Um, man, people have been looking forward to this day since, I'll say, late November, early December basically, as soon as people knew that Trump had lost the election, people were on countdown to see his butt leave the White House and um, I for one I'm definitely on the side of he he, he got to go he had to go he was um probably one of the most controversial and most divisive figures we've had as a world leader in a very, very long time. And unfortunately, he opened the door globally to all kinds of just terrible leadership. Um... But before before we get into this, um, let me give a shout out to all our all all my listeners on um, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Breaker, Tune In, uh, SoundCloud, iHeartRadio, wherever you may be listening from. I want to salute you. Uh, without you, this show wouldn't exist. Um, And without you, I currently wouldn't be number 13 in the top 25 Christian men podcasts. So big up to yourself. Um, I really appreciate the support. I appreciate the love. And um, I want to keep bringing you good, honest content. Um, Like I said, the daily perspective is just me sharing my thoughts and my view. Um, as a Christian man, a father, a husband, a flawed individual, um, I will, I am by no means perfect. I always tell people that I don't go out and parade myself as this image of perfection. Um, I'm honest about my shortcomings and my flaws and Hey, that's, that's what it means to be a human being. I'm a product of grace. So I've learned to extend grace to others. So <laughs> I bet you some people are, uh, are sitting there thinking, "Well, why aren't you ex- why not you extending grace to, to Donald Trump?" Um, I, trust me, I am. Um, but yeah, that that dude that dude is just yeah. Uh, oh man. It's one of those ones where people, you know, when people say, if you can't think of anything good to say, don't say anything at all. That is genuinely how I feel about Donald Trump. I can't think of anything positive to say about the man. His leadership was not leadership. It was just. A catastrophe. He was oh, reckless, um, self-serving, arrogant, racist, um, divisive. I think I've said that already, but he was so many things. Um, and I, for me, so I, let me. I'm, I'm going to just get to to one of the key points for me there were so many christian organizations or christian bodies that were standing behind donald trump and i get it the us the republican party is the um the conservative party what you would call the the party of believers. It, it, the, the, it's, the, it's the party that believers are drawn to. Uh, they, they avoid, I guess you'd say, they, they don't really float the way of the Democrats because the dem, Democrats are too liberal. Um, so, usually, when people associate Christianity, Christianity with a political party, uh, they tend to associate it with the Republicans. So, it kind of made sense in one way that, you know, you'd have a number of Christians kind of standing behind him and, you know, um, saying, yeah, 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 you know, Donald Trump is our man. But, for me, again, I look at it from a biblical standpoint, and from a biblical standpoint, the Bible says, by their fruits you shall know them. Now, If you examine the fruits of this man, I'm sorry, but I just can't see why any Bible-believing Christian would stand behind him. I can't see it. Um, Just the way that he treated people. And we're going we're gonna to talk, we're going to look at some of his um, accomplishments and his failures. But some of the things that stood out for me, his failure to, um, to what's the word I'm looking for? Basically to tell the, the neo-Nazis and the uh, white supremacists that they're dead wrong for how they were moving. That is one. The way he handled the whole thing about the wall, uh, building the, 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 the Mexican wall at the border or whatever, and um, we're going to build a wall and we're going to make them pay for it, dead wrong. The way that he approached handling families at the border, separating parents from children, to the point where some of these parents and cho- parents were never reunited with their children, uh, where children were in, were staying in conditions that were basically like modern day concentration camps, dead wrong. Um, he's handling of the Black Lives Matter protests. The way he responded, asking law enforcement to tear gas protesters, peaceful protesters at that. uh, Because he wanted to go and take a picture. Uh, He wanted to to go do a photo op. Dead wrong. Um, Sending federal law enforcement in to break up civil, peaceful protests. Again, Black Lives Matter protests. Dead wrong um referring to the to neo nazis and all of these people as very nice people, dead wrong um, inciting violence because he lost an election, dead wrong, going around and calling the pandemic and the coronavirus. The Chinese virus, dead wrong. Um, just so, so, so many things. Um, I just, I don't know. For me, I saw more bad than I did good in his presidency, and I'm not going to sit here and say, you know, he he didn't try and do anything, but. I always question the heart behind, you know, what he did. So I thought, let me, let me, let me do the, you know, let me, let me be impartial, as difficult as that, that may be. Um, so I'm trying, I'm so even though I've made those statements about what I think was dead wrong, um... And uh, man, okay, I failed. I failed. I'm not even gonna lie. I failed because I kind of came out right at the beginning and gave you my personal perception of this. Um, so scratch, scratch the whole um, impartial thing <laughs> because that's that's true. I'm I'm clearly not impartial. So scratch that. Um, but I thought I would. What I what I mean is that I decided I would look at a summary of trump's presidency and try and see what good he did and if it could kind of offset the things that he got wrong in my opinion so i guess where what i'm trying to say is that i i wanted to see if he could recover any ground in my opinion opinion of him so I'm reading, um, I read an article, sorry, uh, on businessinsider.com because I was going to look at one on the Telegraph and stuff and the Telegraph was like, yeah, you got to subscribe to to read this article. And I was like, nah, nah, Uh -uh, I ain't paying for that. Nope. You ain't getting me like that. So I looked elsewhere until I found... um, found something, but, um, the article opens up with just, uh, let's just see. Yeah. Let's call it four bit, four bullet points to summarize, um, the, you know, their analysis. It was, a uh, first one, president Donald Trump has been among the most controversial presidents in his U S history. No one would dispute that. He is just he's just the third commander in chief to be impeached, one of 11 incumbent presidents to fail to win re-election and also the only American president to be impeached twice. Again, fact, can't argue that. Though his accomplishments were not popular with his critics, Trump, for better or worse, has been a consequential president. And that's what piqued my interest. Okay. Um, last one His handling of COVID-19 will go down as one of the worst disasters in US history with over 386,000 dead and millions unemployed I'll just let that sink in so what was some of Trump's achievements or accomplishments um, one of the one of the things they give him as an accomplishment is reshaping the federal judiciary, and um, and I guess this is just about the number of Supreme Court justices he um, he installed. He installed three. The most, um, the one that made the most news was Amy Coney Barrett, um, the one that he installed just before the election. Uh, people thought he was installing her to try and sway um, the election should it become a tight election. uh, The view was that he would try and use the supreme justices that he had installed to basically rule, um, to get, basically to declare that the... Democrats had behaved illegally, or you know, basically sway it his way, swing it his way. Um, which he tried to do. He he tried to file lawsuits to claim they were there, were um, there was election tampering, election rigging, and all of that stuff, and it was all kind of thrown out. Um, he installed 53 judges compared to. 55 judges that um, Obama installed over two terms. So in four years, he installed 53 versus 55 that Obama installed in eight years. Um, And I guess what that means is that the U S judiciary system is now largely conservative, um, meaning votes on. So if, let i think a good way to 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 look at it at this is like if the vote on abortion was to go was was being presented at um in the supreme courts and you know in the american judiciary system right now there is a large chance that it would it could fail, you know, it could be basically thrown out and saying abortion would be made illegal because the people that are. And this is hypothetical. I'm not saying that this this is what would happen. It's just hyper- I'm trying to find uh, an example to use to, to just to explain that it's more conservative rather than liberal. Uh, liberal is more pro-choice and uh, conservative is not simple. So it leans to the other side. And take from that what you will. Another accomplishment that they gave him was the creation of uh, the Space Force. The sixth branch of the US Armed Forces. Um, I don't know who he is expecting to attack from space. But hey, maybe they know more than we do. People... We're trying to break into Area 51. People believe that there is something going on over there. So, hey, maybe there's stuff that we don't know about. So I'm not going to spend much time on that. Uh, tax reform is another ac- accomplishment that they gave him. So he created the um, Tax Cuts and Jobs Act. And basically it was an overhaul. Of the nation's tax code. And. It basically slashed. It slashed. Sorry. Sorry. My bad. It slashed. Corporate tax rates from 21. From 35% to 21%. Massive slash. Uh, It was supposed to put more. Cash in. The pockets of the. Average American. And. Um. The view was that it would boost... Trump's claim that it would boost GDP by 6%. Um, Someone else then came back. So Treasury Secretary uh, Steve... Nah, I can't say his name. Sorry. Uh, Said the law would juice up the nation's gross domestic uh, GDP by 3%. Um, The fact is, since it was created or since it was put in place, the law has achieved none of its ambitious goals. And um, it's believed that it will never achieve any of the goals that they put forward. So I wouldn't technically call it an accomplishment. Uh, but he got it through the door. So they, they're giving it to him. Uh, another one was the First Step Act. Um, so I'm not too... I'm not too... Okay, so this was this one was around... Um criminal justice reform. This is one that oh I would have probably liked to this is one that maybe I could have got behind because I think Americans the the American criminal justice system is just a mess. It is Driven by systemic racism. The rates of incarceration for non-whites versus whites is just ridiculous. Um, the There are disparities in sentences between whites and non-whites. Um, but then there were disparities between some of their basic drug sentencing. um for, you know, for example, the, between crack cocaine and powder cocaine offences. Um, so Trump reduced the sentences for drug felonies, uh, expanded early release programs um, and. Putting more also looks to basically put more people into rehabilitation, job retraining um, Treating prisoners more humanely, banning sh- the shackling of pregnant inmates, halting the use of solitary confinement for juvenile inmates um, and then mandating that prisoners aren't placed to f- more than 500 miles for, um, no more than 500 miles from their families. So that one is, some, is one that I'm like, OK, cool, I, I can kind of get behind that. Uh, I think, you know, that's that's a positive thing um <laughs> he claimed that he defeated isis they've given that as a as an accomplishment um uh it, it was he it, it clearly says he falsely claimed that isis is totally defeated uh, it's not so anyway we'll skip that one and that is it for accomplishments Failures, on the other hand. So we've talked about this. Um, The Charlottesville neo-Nazi rally where a counter-protester lost their lives. This was the one where he said, um, you know, there were many sides to blame for the violence. No, there wasn't. There was just one side, the neo-Nazis too. Um, He said there were... Very, well, what was the exact words that he used? Uh, very fine people on both sides. Uh, no, there wasn't, <laughs> no, there wasn't. Uh, so anyway, we'll keep moving. Um, he's handling of the whole George Floyd thing. He, just the way he reacted, he's done, basically, it's just that he's done so much more to divide Americans rather than healing them. In the times where people were in so much pain, his actions did more to separate us or separate Americans than bring them together. But unfortunately, the repercussions of his actions or the reverberation of his actions were, were felt across the world. Um, because the UK became more divided and we saw more divisive behaviour across the world because, in a weird way, it feels like people take the lead or they follow America's lead. Sorry. Um, So what they see happening in America, it it weirdly feels like it just happens across the world. Um. Another failure that they've got is America's global image is in shambles. That I can definitely agree. I, for one, am not in a hurry to visit the U.S. And you know, f- for me and my family, we we loved the U.S. We we loved going to Orlando. We loved um, spending time there, even when I was young, I used to go, well, before I got married and stuff like that, I used to go to New York, um, and go to hip hop festivals in New York, all those things. I don't even want to, I don't even want to set foot on American soil at the moment because I just wouldn't feel safe. I just feel that America's so divided. Um, yeah, I just, Personally, wouldn't feel safe. Now, some Americans may feel the same way about the UK and and, and say they don't feel safe when they come to the UK. And I get it. Um, I guess you're you're comfortable where you know. And I wouldn't say I'm comfortable in the UK if I'm being honest. Um, you know, there are places in the UK that I wouldn't feel safe. So I'm not gonna I'm not gonna front and pretend like the UK is some super safe place for for me as a black person. No, um, there are places in the UK I, I dare not venture. Um, it's just how it is Um, hey but I guess people that benefit from white privilege would never know about that but that's the reality of it for a lot of black people there are places you know we think twice about anywhere that we go if we have to go somewhere the first thing we do is go online and check how racist it is point blank now that's something that if you're not black you don't It it wouldn't even cross your mind. So, anyway, uh, we're we're not here to talk about that. We're here to talk about uh, Trump's presidency. Um, Another failure. Uh, So, this is one I mentioned at the beginning. Family separations and the death of migrant children. The deaths of migrant children. Damn! I didn't even think... I didn't even realise that. So... Ooh, man, this is a doozy, this one. Um, So he's been accused of human rights abuses and violating international law by the UN. Um, He, his policy on his zero tolerance policy on illegal border crossings led to the separation of at least five thousand five hundred families and saw children placed in cages. Um, lawyers say they're still struggling to find the parents of 545 children who had been separated at the US-Mexico border. Wow. The president of the American Academy of Pediatrics at the time described the practice as nothing less than government-sanctioned child abuse. Ugh. So it was only after a major backlash that um, he halted the separate. He he issued an executive order to halt the separation of uh, families. Oh, yeah. Then he tried to blame it on Barack Obama. (laughs) He tried to blame it on Barack Obama. Yeah, I forgot forgot about that. Um, So about six children died in u cu- s custody and these detention facilities uh yeah, so man, that is oh let's let's just move on from that. Another failure was his decision to withdraw from the twenty fifteen nuclear deal um And basically, the chaos that it has caused in the Middle East. He said he wanted to end all wars. um, But his actions have not brought peace. He was planning to pull the US military out of Afghanistan by the November election. That has not happened. And... um, Yeah, that's just yeah, he's just made the situation worse. That that's I think that's that's the only thing you can say. Another failing was the first thing that I recall actually. This was the first thing I recall of his presidency. He tried to to replace or he didn't even try to replace it. He just tried to rip up the um or he tried to repeal the Affordable Care Act, aka about Obamacare, and the reason I remember this one so much was because it felt like it was just a personal beef, like he just had this personal beef with Obama and wanted to destroy anything that would be considered obama 's legacy and the funny thing was um affordable the Affordable Care Act was really i think the the um The sentiment behind it was just a reflection of the sort of person that Barack Obama was. He's humanity and he's care for people. So that's not something removing the Affordable Care Act destroys. You can't destroy his legacy. Um, because his legacy will live on because it, in the memories of the people that interacted with him and the people that saw how he conducted himself as a president, you can't change that. And you, and Trump, you sealed your own legacy, um, in the way that you conducted your presidency. You've just, you will forever be known as the world's greatest buffoon. Um, but I, I I won't lie. Um, Boris Johnson's not that far behind you, so hey, the jury's out. Maybe he might overtake you. Um anyway. The Yeah, he tried to repeal it. He dismantled parts of it. Uh said he was gonna replace it with a with another what what was he gonna call it? Um insurance for everybody. Something along those lines. Never did it's in tatters um prop, there are probably an, a number of families a large number of families that would have benefited from the affordable care act um and the bits that he's dismantled that aren't getting the health care that they need that they desperately need um so again it's just another move that you know wasn't well, wasn't fought through and really was Conducted out of spite. Rather than any real logic. Um, They got failure. Impeachment. (laughs) Well. Yeah. So. This guy was shady from the jump. Um, Just the way he conducted himself. The way. uh, The fact that he wasn't willing to release. Certain records. um, He's. Deals with the Ukraine and Russia and all of these things that kept coming up, and yeah, just dude was just real dodgy. And then obviously the second, the second impeachment was down to his, um, his handling or his incitement of violent uh, violence. The thing that happened a couple of weeks ago. Where you saw a bunch of crazy Trump loyalists and white supremacists take over the Capitol building and um, take over the assembly and and you know act a damn fool with law enforcement standing by and smiling and encouraging the behaviour, uh, whereas if they were black people they would have been shot on sight. Um, yeah, he encouraged it. He applauded them uh, to the point where he was eventually banned from all social media platforms. uh, Lifetime ban from all social media platforms. So that says it all. He deserved to be impeached a second time. Um, Then he's handling another failure. He's handling of the COVID pandemic. (laughs) Uh man, first he said COVID does not exist Uh, kind of the same way he said global warming doesn't exist then he called it the Chinese disease or the Chinese virus um, he encouraged people to he basically encouraged people to just do whatever they wanted to do said that it wasn't a, a danger that the World Health well The World Health Organization were making it up um, and that it wasn't as dangerous as they say it was um, just so many things oh here's one that I never knew in March. Trump privately admitted to veteran reporter Bob Woodward on tape that he was deliberately misleading the public on the dangers of the virus in an effort. ...to avoid inducing panic. Okay. Um... Yeah. So, he turned... He basically... He basically decided that the best way to handle the pandemic... ...was to blame China and not to do anything because... ...not to do anything in the US and turn the US... um, into the epicentre of the virus. Uh, then another failure. The US economy. So there are so many people unemployed. Covid has wreaked havoc on the US economy. Um they, it said, it states that the US is now facing one of the worst economic crises in its history under Trump, which is intrinsically linked to his disastrous response to the COVID-19 pandemic. To be fair, the US is not alone. Um, the UK's economic state is not great. And again, you'll see that the countries that have failed to respond swiftly and decisively when it comes to dealing with a pandemic are uh, the ones that are suffering majorly in terms of the economic um, effects and the economic downturn as a result of the COVID pandemic. So unemployment is, I believe, is at an all-time high. Um... Okay, so it says roughly 22 million jobs were lost from February to April, though nearly half of those jobs have been recovered. The unemployment rate is still at 7.9 percent, estimated at about 12 million people. The pre-pandemic unemployment rate was 3.4 percent. So it also says the U.S. national debt is at the highest level since World War Two. U.S. economic growth is set to average just above 0% for Trump's first term because of the pandemic recession. Uh, Yeah. And just the things about bringing bringing Congress together for uh, the stimulus package. He failed to do that. And again, he's just made a a mess of that. And... Put the livelihoods of Americans on the back burner so uh, no, <laughs> this is, this is a this is a funny one um, they 've got down um, contracting covid as a failure as one of the most protected people on the planet. somehow he managed to contract covid nineteen and that stands as a as a catastrophic failure um, and a national security crisis for the u s so basically, they're saying the fact that someone cl- was able to get close enough to him and give him COVID um, is shocking. Uh, the president, the president, routinely flouted public health recommendations before getting infected. Yup, uh, he mocked pe- he mocked people for wearing masks. He was um, doing his weird, um, his weird dances is that he does. I'm not even gonna talk about what I saw on TikTok or something where they <laughs> where they said he was jerking off um he was jerking off ghosts. <laughs> it was sorry, it was hilarious. But um yeah, he he was he was he he I remember seeing this and he would take off the mask and throw the mask into the crowd and do his stupid little dance and then <sighs> and then he got COVID. I don't believe he got COVID. I believe that, that was um that was a that was the oh, I can't remember what it was called, the October move. Uh basically he saw that he was losing um in the polls, decided he could do a major move to kinda of gain sympathy, and then two weeks later he you know, got a pause to to uh campaigning. Um and debates and all of that stuff, then came out two weeks later and said, hey, look at me, I beat COVID. If I can beat COVID, everyone can beat COVID. Um, Rallied more support behind him, hoping that that would help him win the election and it didn't. That's just my view anyway. Uh, Damaging democracy, another failure. So, yeah, he's... Trump has eroded democratic norms in many ways during his tenure. He repeatedly attacked the media, leading UN UN experts to warn that Trump's rhetoric raised the risk of violence against journalists. Um, he threatened to deploy combat troops to American cities over the objection of over the objection of objections of their elected leaders and ordered illegal actions like demanding poll workers to stop candy, counting ballots. Um we're not even we, you know we could even throw in his claims of um fraudulent elections without any proof. Um he was relentless in his dissemination of disinformation on an array of topics especially around the electoral process. Um he's been compared to dic- to a dictator um I think most like Benito Mussolini uh what else yeah he's encouraged far right extremism what else has he done uh just so much he provoked an attempted coup we've talked about that um so when so when they stormed The capital on the on January on the 6th of January, five people were killed. Uh, So. Should he be held to account for that? I think so, but we'll see what happens. He still refused to concede. He decided he will not go to the inauguration, so basically he is acting like the big orange baby that he is. Um, yeah. So that's pretty much a run through of Trump's presidency, and I'll leave you to judge from that where things whether he's had more accomplishments than uh, failures. For me personally, his accomplishments, uh, apart from the prison reform, sound like things that would just benefit him. His corporation is going to benefit from the cut in corporate tax rates. You know, um, let me just quickly scan back and I, I let me let me confirm the ones that I think will benefit him. So. First one being, uh, man, I wish I was a bit. Okay, so reshaping federal ju- judiciary. Um, so he's got friends in high places now. Lots of friends in high places because he's put a lot of these people in there on life lifetime appointments. It's going to be one of those you scratch my back, I scratch your situations. That's going to benefit him. Um, I don't see how... It's- Space Force is going to benefit him unless he's going to use these companies to sell stuff to the US government, maybe. The tax reform will definitely benefit him. Um, First Steps Act. Again, I think he's probably earned himself a a bit of favour there. Uh, The... Defeat an ISIS claim is definitely going to win him friends in the far on the far right side of things, but there weren't many accomplishments, and the ones that you know they called out there, um, yeah, I don't know. It's kind of fifty fifty. Um, if you go on the if you go on the White House website, it man the pages on what they claim to be the successes of the. Trump administration are ridiculously long they have got claims that um the Trump administration's response to the COVID pandemic was successful and all sorts of crazy claims when you know 386,000 people are dead hey uh, maybe their measure of success is different to everyone else's but no matter what we all think, it is a momentous day either way. He is a controversial person that has broken um, a number of records in terms of, you know, being impeached twice um, and some of the other things we called out. No one is going to forget the last four years. Many people are celebrating. Um and I think the U.S. has a major uphill fight to recover its public image across the world. It's he's just done so much damage in so little time, and it's it's a, it's a shame. Um, but we'll see how it all plays out. Um, for me, as I said, one of the one of the most. One of the hardest parts for me was just seeing Christians stand behind him and in support of him. You know, I can't. I still don't understand how you can look at how he's run his presidency and see any anything that resembles how Christ would want us to act. That's just my opinion. I'm not judging him in terms of he's you know he's i'm not judging him how do i i'm not judging him as a person i'm i'm going by the fruits because at the end of the day uh, i'll always say it's not my place to judge him i can't judge him i But i do think he's a buffoon i'm not going to lie i think he's a buffoon i think i do believe he i do feel as though he's racist so those are my personal opinions of him but can i cast judgment and condemn him Um, that's not my place to do so judgment and judgment is reserved for God and God alone Um, but I stand by what the Bible says that by their fruits you shall know them and his fruits have been divisive they have been they have caused uh, chaos chaos They have turned the U.S. upside down and um, international relations with the U.S. upside down. Um, They weren't acts of love. There was no peace in what he did. I don't know. I'm just saying the fruits for me do not marry up with what people are claiming. Anyway, I'm, I'm going to stop um, flogging a dead horse because he's out of here anyway. Um, so congratulations to Joe Biden and Kamala Harris. Um, you know, I pray that God will use this new presidency and this new admi- administration to reset some of the damage um, that... Donald Trump caused. Um, obviously, you can't recover everything in four years. Um, it's crazy because um, people would say that he set he set the U.S. back to where it was maybe in the in the fifties. That's how divisive he's been. Uh, so in four years, he's done about 60 70 years worth of damage or or more than that yeah 70 years worth of damage um i don't know how easy it's going to be to recover but i do you know i pray that god will use this new administration and the people that come through this new administration to recover the position um yeah let's all take a moment to just reflect Celebrate this momentous day Because one of the most chaotic Administrations Is now out of office As usual You can catch me Every Thursday On this show The Daily Perspective The one that you're listening to Um, You can catch me Every Friday 9am on the Imperfectly Human podcast with Dr. Terrence Johnson, and you can catch me on social media. So hit me up on, at Dy Daily on Instagram at Dy Daily on Twitter, David at DailyPerspective.co.uk, Daily Perspective Network on Facebook. Um, yeah, we we're doing this. So check me out. Get in touch. Contact me. Holler, at your boy um again big shout out to everyone that's listening thank you for all the support thank you for all the encouragement um i hope you're still enjoying the content that that i try and bring to you every, and bring to you every week and um yeah reach out let me know that you're you're still here with me all right take care of yourselves and uh, be good to each other peace